Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people But the Lord shall arise Are you happy to be in church? Then give Jesus a shout of praise! Turn to your neighbor and say, are you into spiritual songs? Oh, I can't hear you. Turn to your other neighbor and say, are you into spiritual songs? Do you like listening to anointed music? Ask your neighbor, do you like listening to anointed music? Oh, I can't hear you. Ask them again. Do you like listening to anointed music? Then clap your hands, make some noise as we welcome Selah.
Christian for so many years, serving the Lord and working in the church. Now I have a greater passion to love my Lord. He made the sun, the moon, and the stars. God is so great, yet he seems so far. When I talk to him, seems that he doesn't even hear. How can I love God who I cannot see? But this is the dream, the goal of my life. So tell No. 
Turn to your neighbor and say, we are blessed to be here. I can't hear you. Turn to your other neighbor and say, we are blessed to be here. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Last week, we were blessed to hear about the seven great principles of a peculiar life. And I believe that today we're in store for even more principles. If you're excited as I am, make some Holy Ghost noise. Clap your hands as we welcome to the pulpit, Bishop Richard Aye. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's say a word of prayer. Close your eyes, bow your heads. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your precious holy name. Thank you for your great grace that has found us, saved us, shown us mercy, called us and planted us in your house, Lord. Let your will be done today. Speak to us, Lord. Instruct us. Guide us by your precious Holy Spirit, Lord. Let this time spent in your presence be a blessed one, Lord. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for miracles. Thank you for healing. Thank you for deliverance. And thank you, O Lord, for your great mercy that has found us. I give you thanks and praise today. In Jesus' name I have prayed. And everybody shall say, Amen. God bless you. Put your hands together as you take your seats. Hallelujah. Wow. Well, we're all in church. We found we found somewhere to meet at last. Apologies for all the inconvenience today. No problem, isn't it? This first laugh is not a problem. But um, anyway, even if it's on the moon, we'll get there, isn't it? Yeah. So, we are glad to. It's not a blessing that your father has bought you a house that when you are stranded, you can just walk in and have your meeting. So, it's a blessing to have a house that we can walk in at any time, have a service, feel free, laugh, dance, and be happy. So, we are here, and um, I believe that we're going to have a blessed time. Those of you up there, can you, can, you see, can you see me? It means you can hear me as well. Okay, great. Well, I also want to acknowledge the presence of Bishop Salah from Action Chapel, and... Uh, and Pastor Joe, why don't you help me welcome them, fellowshipping with us today. God bless you. Thank you for choosing us to spend your afternoon with. God bless you. Take your seats. Amen. So well, we want to continue with another set of seven great principles. Are you being blessed by the seven great principles? Is it helping you? Okay, so very quickly, last week we did seven great principles of what? 
seven great principles of a peculiar life. How many of you are ready to lead a peculiar life? What's principle number one? No, no, wait, 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 wait. Everybody, I want everybody involved. Principle number one. If you don't know it, it's up there, isn't it? Somebody is helping you. Yes, say thank you to the person helping you. Yes. So if you don't know it, you can just read and it's easy for us. Shall we go? You will have distinctive blessings. Principle number two. Tell them they need S, isn't it? Unbelievers, not unbeliever. Yes. So you get the peculiar, you become a peculiar person among peculiar people with a peculiar lifestyle by separation from unbelievers. Unbelievers. Don't mix your life with unbelievers. Separation. Separation. Always remember the call of God, working for God, walking with God goes with one word, separation. There has to be separation. If there's no separation, you haven't begun your journey. Principle number three. By your pure and holy lifestyle. How many of you are determined to live pure and holy lifestyles? How many of you agree that it's not easy? And then how many of you agree that you are trying? You will make it. You will make it. You have a pure and holy lifestyle. You will make it. You make it. It's not easy, but you make it. How many of you believe that you make it? You make it. You make it. By all means, you make it. Principle number four. By keeping of the Sabbath. Sundays, what do we do? We go to church. As a Sunday, what do we do? We go to church on Sundays. Sundays, we go to church. There is a day that we go to church. It is for God. That day is for God. The Sabbath is holy and it is for the Lord. So Sundays, we go to church. That's how you become peculiar in your neighborhood, maybe in your house, wherever you are, amongst your, co- your friends, in school, wherever, Sundays that you see you that you are going to church. They will be going to the library, you'll be going to church. Some will be going to work, but you'll be going to church. When they ask you, why? Why are you doing this? Because you're a peculiar person. A peculiar person. You're a peculiar person. God has chosen you. God has selected you. So you achieve your peculiarity by making sure that the Sabbath is kept for the Lord. Hallelujah. Principle number five. Okay. By the motivation of your life. Principle number six.
peculiar service to God. Principle number seven. By your peculiar tithing habits. Tithing belongs to believers. So it's another peculiar thing that you have to engage in to know that you have a peculiar lifestyle. Amen. Today, we have seven great principles of a great change. Yes. Seven great principles of a great change. If you are saved, if you are born again, there has to be a great change in your life. Great change. Great change. There are no, there are no, there are no gray, gray areas in the faith. No gray areas. No shades of gray. 50, 49, 51. How do you, how do you know about it? There are no gray areas in the faith. No shades of gray. Dark gray, light gray, mid-tone gray. Makes the, there are no shades of gray. Charcoal gray, no. There has to be a great change. Until you achieve the great aim change, perhaps, 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 there's a big question mark on your salvation and your Christianity. There has to be a great change. There has to be a great change. The life you used to live, you can't be living that life anymore. If you are still living that lifestyle and you keep talking about it, oh, mercy, forgive with time. Oh, I'm struggling. No, you have a problem. There has to be a great change. There has to be a great, a great change. And you, ha- you, you better hurry up to achieve that great change by the grace of God before Jesus comes. As you play around, you know, as you play around, you play around. When you hear messages like, oh, by the grace of God, you will make it. Don't worry, it will dry out. This, this, then you are happy. You are happy because it's like a license to stay, to stay in your stupidity for a longer period. Because there's no real, you know, John the Baptist, what message did John the Baptist preach about? He preached repent. Repent is make a U-turn. No discussion. No discussion. We will be telling you, I, and I'll be one of them, I'll be telling you, don't worry, by the grace of God, you make it. Mercy, gradually, this. I'll be telling you that. But why don't you ask me, why don't you ask me that when I got saved, what did I do? Why don't you ask me that question? That when I got saved, was it gradual? Or was when I when I or when I got saved, I was saved. As you are taking your time, as though you are the you are the only one that a special demon has been sent to. Every demon sent into your life is cursed today. There must be a great change. A great change. The change, the change has to be clear, clear. No, no, I said no gray ashes. Will you be seated? Do you, do you have chairs to be seated, ashes? Please, please, please. Do what we normally do, okay? It's not Christmas. There are no, do you understand gray area? It's like, it's unclear. 
It's neither here nor there. It's like gray. It's neither black nor white. But it's gray. Working with God, there are no gray areas with him. You are either with him or you are not with him. You are either with him. You are either serious with God or you are a non-serious person. And you have to tell yourself that, that, you know, it looks as though I'm not serious at all. It looks as though I'm not, and I know people who are not serious at all. I've, no, I've, I've said to a, a couple of people before, not a whole lot. I've said to a couple of people, you are not serious. You are not serious. A couple of people, someone sent me a, a message and he was asking me, son, my response was, I said to him that there's nothing wrong with you. Just that you are not serious. But there's nothing wrong with you. There's no problem. Even Satan, if we have an interview with him now, we, we call CNN, can you interview Satan for us? He will say, he will say that, oh, that guy, I don't, have, I don't have a problem with him. I'm not involved. I'm not the cause of his problems. 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 He's just not serious. Sometimes even when you, you blame demons, I'm just the demons even scream, mercy. This one is not us. Is it mercy? This one is not us. It is not us. It's not us at all. So turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 9. There shall be a great change in your life. There shall be a great change. Today you will discover that there has to be a great change. And there is going to be a great change. I believe there will be a great change in your life. A great change. Great change. Will you remember that great change from peculiar life, peculiar life we are talking about great change. Those, those who have been around for a while have not been able to achieve the great change. Their lives are different. I will never recommend them to you as an example to follow. No, 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 no. They are bad examples. In everything, they are bad examples. They are even counterfeits. Counterfeits. One day, I went to the shop. And the, when I got to the tail that I was paying, one of the notes I had was a 20-pound note. And this lady at the counter, at the counter, at the tail said that my 20-pound note is a count, is counterfeit. I said, what do you mean it's counterfeit? She said, it's counterfeit, it's not real. I said, okay, give it back to me. She said, no, by law, when you say, say counterfeit, you don't give it back. You have to give it. I said, no, it's my 20 pounds. <laughs> she said, no, she won't give it to me. So it became a big scene. Because I've never experienced it before. And she was right. So I feel a big issue in the shop. Everything had to stop. <laughs> because I can't see how I can just enter a shop and lose 20 pounds. <laughs> and now, now they were insisting that, where did I get that 20 pounds from? So now I was also asking them, do you know where you get all your money from? Do you know, can you answer for every money in your pocket? Can you answer for it? They said no. So now the manager came. I mean, it was, it was a meeting. It was a real meeting. I had to be taken to the manager's office. They had to explain to me. I said, look, it, if I don't understand this, I'm leaving here with my pocket. Out. To explain, I think they, they, they said, okay. I said, so I said, okay, then tell your, your staff the way she handled me, the way she did. Was nice. So I got some free coupons to come and shop. <laughs> At least I got some, but, but I, left, I left my 20 pounds. Yes. My point I'm making is that there, there's even counterfeit. Things that are not real. There's some notes that are not real. 
So this anytime I go to a shop and I'm paying by cash, when they are putting that pen thing on, I'll be stretching my neck to be sure that it's it's real money. But the accountants, they are not. So you don't you don't follow you don't follow people with bad instincts and bad influence. You ha- you have to be careful about it and know that everyone you see around may not be real. The only real thing you have in your life would be the Bible. So you use the Bible to compare everything. You just use Bible. Bible. What does the Bible say? This person said this, but what does the Bible say? This one said this, but what does the Bible say? Always use Bible to direct yourself. Don't use anything else. Acts chapter 9, verse 1. We have a long passage to read, so pay attention. Are you, are you going to fall asleep or are you going to read it with me? Okay, it says, and so yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord went out, went unto the high priest, verse 2, and desired of him letters to Damascus, the synagogues, to, to the synagogues, that if he be found, if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. Do you understand what Saul is saying? Saul is looking for Christians. He's persecuting Christians. So he's trying to get permission that if he enters anywhere, he sees Christians. People will say that they are believers. They believe in this Christ. Then he would really take them on. He would take them up and take them on. So that's what is, is, is happening here. Verse 3. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. And suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. God is very kind very merciful. Sometimes on your way to do something very bad, God will speak to you. God will speak to you. This guy is on his way. On his way to arrest Christians and believers. To kill them. And to do all sorts of things. And suddenly a light is shining around him. A light from heaven. Have you ever seen light from heaven before? He is experiencing light from heaven. Verse 4. And he fell to the earth. That was when the power of God is around people fall. Do you understand how people, why people fall now? How many of you have fallen before? Yes. No problem. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me. Have you ever heard a voice from heaven before? You haven't heard a voice before? Okay. And he said, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. It's very hard to fight against God. Verse 6. And he trembling and, and astonished said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? The Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. It's a very scary experience, isn't it? You are with someone, that's how you hear a voice speaking to the person, speaking to your basenta leader. Uh, you, can't, you can't see anybody there, but your basenta leader is, li- is lying there. Saying, what, what is this voice that I'm hearing? Verse 8. And Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. But they led him by the hand 
and brought him into Damascus. And he was, and he was three days without sight. And neither did he did, did eat nor drink. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street called Straight, like go to Cardin Road. Yeah. And inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayed. And he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he has done to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. It's like someone who is looking for you and the Lord is saying that, go to him and pray for him. And he's explaining to the Lord that I know that if this guy finds me, I'll end up in prison. Because this is, this is his mission. This is what he's been doing. But at least he should know that the Lord knows already, isn't it? It's, a, it's about, I'm like, I'm, we are reading about the great change that happened in Saul's life. A great change. A great change at his salvation. You see, when, when your salvation is very spectacular, perhaps, perhaps God has a great calling for you. And a great mission for you. Verse 15. And the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is, he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. You see, sometimes men will not choose you, but God has chosen you. Yes. And sometimes even you will not choose yourself. You will think that you've been so bad, you've been too bad. I mean, the things you've done. How many of you have been bad before? Okay, put your hands up. How many of you have been very bad before? Okay, put your hands up. How many of you have been very, very bad before? Hey, put your hands up. How many of you have been very, very, very bad before? Put your hands up. How many of you have been extremely bad before? Then you must really appreciate your salvation. You must really, really appreciate your salvation. Because you are bad. Because the way you are, men wouldn't have chosen you, isn't it? They won't choose you. If we had known how you had been, we will not allow you to sing in the choir. Yes. Yes. Look at this girl leading us in praise and worship. Making us dance. If we had known where she's coming from, We'll say that, we'll say that, no, your, your hands are not clean. You can't, you can't touch, you can't touch the microphone. When you touch the microphone, you defile the microphone. But, but look at God's testimony about her. Look at God's testimony. Where's my verse? He said that he is a chosen vessel. He is a chosen vessel. He is a chosen vessel to bear the name of the Lord. You are a chosen vessel to bear the name of the Lord. When God, when God chooses you, nobody can complain. Even me, even me with my um, little um, whatever that I have as a pastor in the church. When I choose somebody, nobody can complain. Yes. And I choose people. There are times that, there are times that I choose. 
I choose who I want. I choose who I want to work with. I choose. I arrive and I say, I've chosen this person. It's my choice. What can you do? Are you going to vote? Where? It's not, it's not Brexit. When you, even when you vote and you come and tell me the results of your, of your, of your, of your um, whatever, you discover that it doesn't change anything. It doesn't change anything because I have chosen how much more God. God also chooses. He chooses who he wants. He chooses what he wants. He chooses what color he wants. He chooses what accent he wants. He chooses, he chooses what educational background he wants. He, I mean, he makes his choice. That's the Bible says. He chooses, he takes the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Those who claim that they are wise, God just chooses the things that they call foolish. Not even what God calls foolish, but what they call foolish. God takes a foolish thing and says to you, no, 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 no. Mm. It's like, be there. Be there. I've chosen what I want. I've anointed who I want. I've blessed who I want. You wouldn't choose that, but he has chosen. He likes it. That, that's, what, that's what he likes. That's what he likes. He said, and that, that's why it's like the, the will of God is still a mystery. The mystery of the will of God. Because it's like we don't, we, don't even know, we don't even know the criteria that God uses to select people. Because if we were given the chance to choose people, that's not what we would have chosen. But he chooses. And then we are confused. If you should hear the testimony of people, people say, oh, this one never. You see this one never. Said, someone said about a brother one, he said, this guy, this guy needs more of the blood of Jesus before he can be saved. It needs extra. And then someone also said about someone else, he said, this one, this guy, he has wasted a lot of the blood because a lot of the blood must have been used before he's saved. Is that what, has, what, what, what will be used to save 100 people has been used on him. chosen vessel. You are a chosen vessel. That's who you are. That's what you are. God has chosen you. Next verse. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Anas went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord even Jesus, he's turned into a brother. Anas has accepted what Jesus said. When he, and they said, brother, brother Saul, not killer Saul or murderer Saul. He's calling him brother. He said, brother Saul, brother, brother Saul. His name has turned into brother Saul. The Lord, even Jesus that appeared unto thee in the way that thou camest, has sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. What a great change. What a great change. Verse 18. And immediately... They fell from his eyes as it had been scales, and he received sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. Verse 19. And when he had received meat, he was strengthened. Then was Saul certain days with the disciples which were at Damascus. So he wasn't even fellowshipping with them. He stayed with them and was fellowship. I'm sure as he was fellowship with them, they were looking at him with 17 eyes. Because you are not sure, you are not sure of this guy. I mean, you, you won't be sure of him. You won't be sure of him. 
Some of the people that, when you know people, when you, when you have an idea of someone's past, and then you meet the person in church, sometimes you wonder, I mean, what, what does he want? Yeah, what, what does he want? What does he want? Has he brought his things here? Are his things really here? I mean, why, why, is, why is he here? He's called reverend too. <laughs> why, why should he be here? It's like, it's like he, shouldn't, he shouldn't be here. He shouldn't be amongst us. He shouldn't be amongst us. We who have tried, lived holy, even if we, we were even like holy unbelievers. <laughs> There's nothing like that though, but it's like, you feel, you feel you've been good. And then somebody has been bad. And then suddenly you go to church and say, we're all reverent. We're all pastors. So there he is with the, with the disciples. Verse 20. And straightway he preached Christ in the synagogues. That he is a... He said, after you, are, after you are born again, let me tell you something. After, after you are really saved, don't waste time. Don't waste time. Become a shepherd immediately. Start talking to people about salvation. Start leading, leading people to Jesus. Let, don't let anybody tell you that you need a six-month course. You need a one-month course. You need to, okay, we are reading about Saul. As soon as he was saved, the next thing is that he's preaching in the synagogues. He's preaching. He, I mean, if there's, he has, do, do you, the Bible says that when you are saved, you become a witness. A witness. If he has nothing to say, they can't quote any verse. He can testify of his experience. He can testify of it. His experience alone is strong enough to convince another soul and to convince another person to come to Christ. There is, there is, there is no cue in the faith. That after this one, then this one. Then after this one, then that one. Then after this one, then that one. There's no cue. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. It's usually backsliding people who play the card of seniority and they play rank. In the church, it's like we're here, and then they try to slow you down and try to give you advice and try to impart their dull, moody, moody, backsliding spirit sometimes on you. But there's, there's, there's nothing like that. Once you are saved, once you are saved, full of the Holy Ghost, keep moving. Keep moving. Start preaching. Start preaching. Start, start witnessing. You can't quote verses. Don't worry, the verses will come with time. You will learn it with time. Start preaching. Don't say that this person was there before you, so he must be there for forever before you. Yeah, so look at him. And straightway, do you understand? Straightway, immediately, immediately. Do you, do you have NASB? Is somebody home? And immediately, he began to proclaim Jesus in the synagogue, saying, "He is the Son of God. He is the Son of God." He is the son of God. He is the son of God. Immediately. Immediately. He didn't waste time. He didn't wait for anybody. Whilst you are a new believer school, you can start preaching. Don't say I haven't finished new believer school. Don't say some of you are also entrenched in some tradition of I must have water baptism. And it's like water baptism is, is actually salvation. No, I don't even understand your, your doctrine. When you are saved, when you are saved, start preaching. Start. As soon as you leave the service and you sit on the bus, just, just, just tell the person, look, I've had an experience today. I can't keep it to myself. I can't keep it to myself. I've had an experience today. I've had an experience. 
I've had, I've had a very, very nice experience today. They do ask you, what, what is the experience? My sins have been forgiven. My sins have been forgiven. And then use, don't use technical language. Tell the person, I feel so free. I feel so light. And I say, would you also like to? I, I, tell me, I feel you have problems. I feel you have problems. Don't you have problems? They'll say, yes, they have problems. Would you like to feel free and light? And they tell the person, Jesus is the way. The truth and the life is through Jesus. You will feel very light. You will feel very light and very free. That's witnessing. You are sharing what you have experienced. You are sharing what you've experienced. Next verse. Give me the next verse. We are, we are reading about the great change, great change in this man called Saul. But all that had him were amazed. They, they'll be amazed, amazed and surprised. They were amazed and said, It's not this he that destroyed them which called on his name in Jerusalem and came hither for that intent that he might bring them bound unto the chief priest. Is that, is that not why he said, How come now he's standing here preaching to us? So they were amazed. They were amazed. You see, people around you, your people from your old life must be amazed when they see you. They have to be amazed. They have to be amazed that now you don't talk about the things you used to talk about. You don't say the things you used to say. You don't have the vision you used to have. You don't have the aim that you used to have. You know the aim that you used to have. Do you remember the aim and and your targets? How many of you remember your targets you had? The targets you used to have. Things that you had to accomplish per week, per month, per day. Now when they see you, your vision is different. Your aim is different. And so you have to speak. You have to say it. And they will be amazed. If they are not amazed, if they are not amazed, then great change hasn't happened yet. They have to be amazed. People have to be amazed. <laughs> Verse 22. But Saul increased them more in strength and confounded the Jews which dwelt at Damascus, proving that this is very Christ. Verse 23. And after many days were fulfilled, the Jews took counsel to kill him. (laughs) It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. But their laying await was known of Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night. And let him down by the wall in a basket. And when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he essayed to join himself to the disciples. But they were all afraid of him and believed not that he was a disciple. You see, verse 26 is pointing to the fact that there is a great change in Saul's life. There's a great change there. Because we don't know him as someone who goes to church. We don't know him as someone who goes to church. I mean, um, this man who was killed, uh, that man who, uh, September 11th man, with the beard and all that. Imagine when they were looking for him before he was found. Imagine, imagine that we're in church and he comes to church and says that he's born again. I mean, you imagine it. You can't imagine, isn't it? Yes. Imagine, imagine as I'm preaching that he just walks in. 
He doesn't know, he doesn't know how to say praise the Lord or hallelujah. The language he knows is, is how to say God is crazy. As he walks, you just say, Allah. Imagine. God, that's his language. That's his language. I mean, what will you do? He's really trying to say, praise the Lord. God is great. God be praised. So as he enters, he says, that is, that is what is happening to Saul here. The disciples are having, they are, have, they are, they are in a meeting. And then he has decided to join himself to the disciples. And it's like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Is it not the same guy? He said they didn't believe him at all that he had become a he didn't believe him at all. At all. At all. You see, your friends by now, some of you, your friends by now should have told you, they should have they must have told you before that you are not born again, it's not real. Yeah. They'll tell that you you, you won't last. They'll tell you are there for boys, you are there for girls, you are there to get a girl. How many of you have been told that before? You are there to get a girl. You were told that you, you were there to get a boy. Your man said there were three months. In three months, it'll be over. You come back to the old life. It's just a face. And today you're a preacher. Yes. They'll tell you, they'll tell you you won't last. You'll be back. You'll be back. We are waiting for you. We know you. We know why we don't tell, we know why you go there. They'll tell the church girls it's easy to get them. They are simple-minded. They are not street-wise. I heard of a brother who said he used to park by the corner of a, a church. He said, on Sundays. He said, why? He said, it's a, it's a good place. He said, he said, it's a good place to get a girl. He said, church girls, church girls. Just park there. You get one. He said, just a lift. You give her a lift. That's it. Give her a lift on the way. Buy her uh, sausage rolls. And then... Uh, and what? And Ribena. Rubicon. Rubicon. <laughs> the Rubicon. Yeah. Some people perhaps still don't know, but that's what, that's what they think of church girls. Girls are very easy, they are very naive, they are simple minded. But you shall escape all such traps. But Barnabas took him. Thank God for the Barnabases. May there be Barnabases amongst us. Yes. Took him and brought him to the apostles. You see, in life, you, you need someone to recommend you. You need rec- One of the things you must appreciate in life is the power of recommendation. You need someone to say that this person is a good person. This person is a good person. I know this person. He's a good person. You see, when I, first, when I first joined Lighthouse, I first joined Lighthouse, my friend, my good friend from the university, uh, Bishop Joel, he was in the church. He was known. He was a keyboardist. Nobody knew me when I came. But he went to Bishop and told Bishop that there's this guy who has come. He's called Mighty. He's called Mighty. He's a good person. Bishop says that, yeah, he remembers him saying that, but 
it was live. Okay, no problem. Like in these days, there are a lot of young men who come around and people say that they are good. Yeah. But he said, he said he was at home. He was at home. And Bishop Joel came to his house and said to him that, what are you doing with Brother Mighty? He said, he said, he said in the house, he said that's when, that's when it registered. He said in the house, he said to him that he's a good person. Let us not lose him. He's a good person. Let us not lose him. It's a power of recommendation. He went to his house to go and explain that this guy that has come, I know him from the university. He's a good guy. Let us not lose him. We shouldn't lose him. Bishop said, that is when he turned his eyes on me. That, okay, that guy. That guy. That guy. You need somebody. You need some need recommendation. Never underestimate recommendation. Never think that everything is by vision. And that's something that is by vision. But, but even, you see, the thing, visions are like a result of the Holy Spirit. Also, also, someone coming to talk about somebody is also the ordering of the steps and the moving of the Holy Spirit. Those of you who don't like beloveds by recommendation, you say you want you want you want to see here yourself that something will click. It has clicked. There's some sisters. They said nobody should recommend them. There's there's going to be clicking. I'll be sitting there in church, and then he will see me. He will see the back of my head. When he sees the back of my head, the way it's shaped like a ship. He will say that, ah, this is the place I want to lay my head on. Father, let her see me. Let her see me. Father, this is the day. No. Many times it's by recommendation. Many times. Many times by recommendation. Someone will say, meet this person. Have you met this person? That's a good person. How would you know that someone is good? And how would you know that someone is bad? Somebody has to tell it. Somebody has to tell that he's a very bad boy. Don't do it. Yes. Or someone will tell that he's a very, he's a very, he's a very good guy. That guy is a good guy. Take him. Take him. He said he's been talking to you. Take him. Take him serious. He's a good guy. Someone will also tell that the same. The same. You can be delivered and you can be blessed. Depending on you. Sometimes, sometimes you tell people, don't do it. That's, that's, what, that's what they feel like I will do. Yes. And when you do, you become a laughing stock. It's not every laughter that is laughed into your face. Sometimes people are laughing, but when they see you, they say, oh. So how are you? How are things? Yes. But they are laughing. You even look like a fool. You are even like the only stranger in Jerusalem. <laughs> I just I just felt you were thinking, so I just thought I like, you should think. What's my next verse? So Barnabas took his office and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way, and that he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. And he was with them coming in and going out at Jerusalem. So this is how he was accepted. This is how he was accepted. Verse 29. And he, and he spake boldly in the name of Jesus and disputed against the Grecians, but they went about to 
slay him. So this, this uh, passage tells us about the great change in Saul's life. Saul is the same person who became Paul. That's the same guy who became Paul later on. So in case you don't know, this is, this is Paul who wrote um, quite a bit of the New Testament. That's it. He started off as Saul and his name was changed to Paul. A great change occurred in his life. So seven great principles of a great change. Principle number one. Principle number one, it says that after you are born again, are you still here? After you are born again, there will be no great change in your life if you do not grow up spiritually. After you've given your life to Christ, there is not going to be a great change unless you grow up spiritually. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. You have to grow up spiritually for us to see the great change. That's why you have to start growing immediately, not later. That's what we read about Paul. He started preaching immediately. He started ex- see, preaching. You are exercising yourself in spiritual things. Preaching is even from going to the gym. It's even from hanging around with your friends and talking about football. Some of us haven't grown out of football. You still have high-heated debates on football. High. Highly. I mean, heated up. Heated up. You talk till there's no more saliva in your mouth. And yet, when it gets to verses, you can't talk that way. You don't have the same passion. You, will not even, you haven't even attended a school of apologetics to even be able to defend your faith. Defend to defend your faith fiercely. Is somebody giving me First Corinthians chapter three? I asked for it a while back. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual people. It is expected. You see, when you meet people, there are different different groups of people. There are some people when you meet them, when they are spiritual, there's a topic you can talk about. When they are not so spiritual, too. You can't talk about spiritual things. A spiritual person has a lot to say. But when he is he's interacting with people that are not that spiritual, he can't start talking about the deep spiritual things that he knows. He has to come, he has to, come to their level and talk about almost nothing. So he says, I couldn't speak unto you as unto spiritual, but I, I, I had to speak to you as carnal. Then he even said, even as unto babes in Christ. In other words, babies in Christ are carnal people. When you still have, when you still have those problems, it means you're a baby. You're a baby in the Lord. But you still have those challenges, those difficulties, those issues. You know those issues, isn't it? Yes. When they're still hanging there, because you see, they are supposed to. They are supposed to disappear. They are supposed to disappear. You can't, you can't have it forever. And you shouldn't have it for a long time. You see, in the hospital, there is outpatient department. Outpatient. That means that you are not sleeping over. You just come and you go. Same day, isn't it? Same day. Even, even they have like, like, even like the GP. You, you, you see him for a few minutes. And then, and then, there's another side, the same hospital, where you will be admitted. The same, the same doctor, the same doctor that, that was running a clinic 
somewhere else, seeing you briefly. The same person will come to you at 6 p.m. or 8 p.m. as though he doesn't go home. But because you're a different type of patient. But don't think that, don't think that he's approving or, or it, is, it is the state you should be in. There are some cases when you arrive in the hospital, they look for a bed. There are some cases when you arrive there, they write a prescription. Or they even tell you, go and drink water, go and take in a lot of fluids, you'll be okay. And sometimes that's what, that's what you don't like when you're told, just go and take in a lot of fluids. You feel, you feel this doctor, he doesn't understand his work. So in, so in the church, there are people, there are people, you see, what is happening to, you for, to some people is that you've been given a bed, you've been admitted. So it's like, lie down, lie down, lie down. If you recover, if you die, to be careful you don't die. But it's like, lie down. And there are others who are moving on, who are moving on. The others, when they come, all they need is vitamin C. Do you know vitamin C? You just take vitamin C. So you just take vitamin C or go and drink orange juice. Go and drink orange juice, you'll be okay. And there are others who have been admitted. You have this long-standing chronic condition that sometimes you don't, you don't even want to let go. Do you know people who have, who have long illnesses, usually don't want, they don't want to get well. They don't want to get well. They even talk in a certain way. They speak in a certain way. My sickness, my this, my that. You don't understand. You people don't understand. You Christians don't understand. You believers don't understand. You people are like this. They, they, they like it. It's almost like they like it. They like it. Maybe they don't even know that they like it. But there are people who like their problems. They really like their problem. May you escape from every problem. In the same way, there are some Christians that it's like understand. This is the problem I have. Understand. Understand. I dressed up Sunday morning. I was in suit. I was coming to preach. And I was feeling certain things. So I called. When I called, they, they were asking me 20 questions on the phone. Then at the point, they asked me one thing. I said, yes. They said, is it something about my chest? I said, yes. It's there. And it was true. So I was on the phone talking to them. When I looked outside, there was an ambulance. I said, why? Not knowing she has engaged me and sent the ambulance. She was in my house. Sunday morning as I was coming to church. They put me, they put me in the they put me inside. They put me inside. They said, We have to take you. We have to take you. So they took me there. When we got there, then they brought a wheelchair. <laughs> I said, I said to them, I said to them, no, I can't walk. I, I said, I, can, I said, when you came to my house, I walk, I walk from upstairs down. I came to open the door for you. How come we've got here? You are starting a drama. They said, Are you sure? I said, I'm sure. I can, I can, I can. So I walked in. I went to sit there. They said, The doctor is coming. They'll see me very soon. I said, Where the doctor? When I looked at the people around, I said, I said to myself, I don't belong here. It's almost time to preach. It's almost time to preach. It's almost time to preach. So I got up. I got up and I went to the counter. I said to the lady, you know what? You know what? I don't know how I got here, but these people brought me here. But I think I'm okay. 
She said, are you sure? I said, oh, I, I know myself. I'm okay. She said, okay, then I'm going to give you a form to fill and sign that you are checking yours. I said, yes, I, I want. I said, oh, I didn't know there was, there was a way out. Give me the form. Let me check myself out. So I checked myself out. To cut a long story short, I came to church. I preached powerfully. I'm still here. I'm still alive. Am I not alive? I'm here. Yes. I'm here. But you see, there are people. If it was somebody who has seen an ambulance, eh, eh, they would die in the ambulance. They would die in it for them to be resurrected. They would die in it. Sometimes that's how some believers behave with their problems. It's like, eh, I have this problem. It's not going. Let me die in it. Let me die in it for more attention. Let me die. Let me die in it. Let me die. Let me die in this problem. I, w- I want to lie. I want to lie in the problem. I'm going to lie in the problem. It's not that I'm going to lie in the problem. If you don't become spiritual, there'll be no great change. You have to be spiritual. You have to give yourself spiritual things, spiritual exercises. You have to grow spiritually. Spiritually, not carnal, not like babies. Not like babies. Every day your discussion is like a discussion with a baby. You have to become spiritual. Give yourself to spirit. God, there are spiritual things. There are. Verse 2. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto you are not able to bear it. Neither yet now are ye able. Can you see? He's trying to show them that, look, what I'm sharing with you is a lighter thing. Verse 3. For you are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying, strife, divisions, are you not carnal and walk as men? When you see these in strife, envying, divisions, when you see divisions, divisions, you only see divisions. We, ha- we had some transfers recently, and you see some of the members, I like this pastor. As for me, I want to be with this pastor. I like to be, and see, and the pastors, the pastors sometimes feel that because some people want to be with you, they feel that it means that they are great and anointed. But what they don't realize rather is that babies are leading them. Because, because the members will say, me, I like, me, I, I, I like pastor this. Everywhere pastor this is going, I'm with him. I can't, I can't deal with any other pastor apart from pastor this. What is it? Give me my scripture. Who came here to see me? We came to hear the word of God. It says that, for you are yet carnal. Why is he so strong about saying you are yet carnal? He said, because among you there are envying, strife, and then divisions, divisions, divisions. When you become divisive, you are dividing the church. I'm I'm only blessed. I only like it when bishop preaches. What do you think? The other day when pastor that preached, what do you think? He was preaching, but what do you think? What is there to think? It's the word of God. It is the word of God. It is the word of God. It is the word of God. Come on and grow up. It is the word of God. So when you see, when you see people, and they have their personal, personal followers, personal disciples, personal disciples in the church, I like Pastor Des. It is not evidence of anointing. It is not evidence of anointing. It is evidence, it is evidence, evidence of children. Children leading you, children speaking. 
I pastored, I pastored this church we are sitting in. Some of you, this is your first time of seeing you. You didn't even know that we had a church. Or I pastored this church for 20 years. I was here for 20 years. 20 years I was in this place. Before you saw me on the other side. We've been on the other side for about five years now. 20 years. 20 years I was here. Working here. Preaching here. When I left, when I left, I left alone. Nobody even said they had missed me. Yes! I didn't get even one message after 20 years of pastoring the same people. I didn't even get one text from any of them that, oh, Bishop, we have, we have missed you. There was no missing. And they were intact. They were here. If nobody will say it, I'll rather commend myself that I did a good job in pointing them to God and to the bishop that this is our pastor. This is our pastor. This is our pastor. Our pastor is a bishop. And we serve God. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather commend myself that I did. What is missing? This person, I miss you, I miss you, I miss you, I miss you, I miss you. If you miss me, I mean, come on. Stop missing. Today, they, you, can't, you can't even move them. If you move them, all, all the members of the church will say that we won't go to church again. Then it means that Mr. Pastor, you have failed. You have, fa- you have failed badly. Badly for all the years. All the it's like you are it's like you've given birth to a child. 18 years, the child is still wearing pampas, still dependent on you. 20 years. What, what would that person do if you die? What would that person do? Are you not going to die? What is that person going to do? He said, you see that, as you say, some say we are of Paul. Others say we are of Apollos. Some say we, this one we like. This one say this one like. See, those are babies. Those are babies. Those are babies. Those are babies. Those, those are like football teams and this kind of words. We like this manager. We like this person. Those things like politics. We like this political party leader. We like this. We like, it's like, it's, it's a carnal world. Carnal. Carnal even give you one mark for spirituality. Your spirituality is poor. Poor. Look at it. For one says, I'm of Paul, and another, I'm of Apollos. Are you not carnal? Are you not babies? Great change. Great change. You are living for God. You're growing up spiritually. You're growing up spiritually. You're growing up spiritually. Whether bishop is there or not, you are in the church. Oh, today bishop preaching is not in church. Hey, but, but the word of God will be preached. The word of God will be preached. No, we are checking posters. It's his picture on it. His picture is not on it. It means that he's not around. So we can't. <laughs> no. No. That today the, the, the poster has the congregation on it. It means that he's traveled. He's traveled. Yes. That formula doesn't work anymore. I've changed it. Yes. I changed it. Yes. Yes. Now maybe even even if I'm I'm wherever you see my picture on it. When you come to church, the Bible will be opened and the Bible will be read. And the Bible will be taught. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
build a church in the human being's name. I mean, which, which Catholic church do you know of the name of the pastor? Which Catholic church do you know of the name of the pastor? That, oh, this is this 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 place. Uh, there's bishop this year. He's very 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 powerful. Somebody has changed my sound. It's, it sounds too loud for me. There's uh, there's bishop bishop this and there's father this. There's father this in this place. I mean, he's very very powerful. Oh, you know, is that the Catholic church? We are going to church. That's a mature church. That's a mature church. You have all the criticisms and all the things you want to see about them, but they are mature and stable. Mature and stable. Congregation is not disturbed by any reverend father. Which of the, do, you, do you know of any reverend father's name? Do you know of, do you know of any name? Reverend Father Wilson. Or Reverend Father William. You don't, you don't know their names. Well, you know, it's like there's a church. Even what you even know is uh, the name of the church. Saint, saying something of the something down the road. Saying something. That's what you will know. Don't say I'm of Apollos. Be stable and work for God. Work for God. Serve him. Be stable. Be stable. Be stable. When the pastor is being moved, say, Pastor, you are being moved. Thank you very much. You are a great blessing to us. We pray for you that the grace of God that is carrying you on shall be with you at the other place. Then the new person that comes say, you are welcome. We are here with you. We, we are here. This is our church. This is our building. You are the one who comes and goes. We, we are here. Principle number two. This is our church. This is first love. This is how we are. We take our time. In case you're in a hurry, you came to the wrong church. Yeah, we really take our time. I mean, by the time we are leaving church, we feel full. We feel we have eaten. It's not fast food. There's no drive-through here. No, 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 no. Yeah, we go through all the courses. Yeah. Principle number two. After you are born again, there will be a great change in your life. If you renew your mind with the word of God. You, have re- you must renew your mind with the word of God. You have to renew your mind. You have to renew your mind. Your mind, the way your mind works has to change. Do you understand renewal? When, when do you renew something? You renew something when it's expired. When, it, when, it, when it's no longer, no, no longer legal. That means that you need a new one. So your mind you had before you became saved has expired. Where do you renew it? You renew the mind in the Bible, through the Bible. Romans chapter 12. You have to renew your mind. In the world, you must by all means have a girl or have a boy. Here, you must have the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? You must have the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? Do you understand? Having a boy or having a girl here doesn't amount to anything. You must have the Holy Spirit. In the world, in the world, you must have you must have clothes and have hair and have clothes that show your parts and show this place that this place is big, this place is like that. No, here, 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 you must have the Holy Spirit. Here is the Holy Spirit zone. So you have to renew your mind. 
as to what works here. Because that mind of what I'm wearing, the way I look, the way I'm this, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't gain you points here. It doesn't give you anything. It doesn't give you anything here. You can have the biggest, your, your chest can be like Mount Everest. It doesn't give points here. Where you are coming from, yes, I'm, I'm sure it does. It's like, man, you have melons. You have melons, they have apples. You look down on those who have apples and then you are, you are, you are flaunting your melons. Here, melons, apples, mangoes, peanuts. It doesn't count anything. It doesn't do anything here. Doesn't do anything here. It doesn't do anything here. What does something here is Holy Ghost people, Holy Ghost people, full of the Holy Ghost, full of power, full of anointing. So if you're a man, a woman called to serve God, great change, pursue the Holy Ghost. We want to know you as someone full of the Holy Ghost. you marry then you can use your melons there it's for marriage do you marry keep those melons keep them wrapped up because it's meaningless renew your mind you see renew your mind Romans 12 who is that person that I have to ask every verse two times before he gives it to me It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, 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 transformed. Do you remember you, you learned something in, in Mark's called transformations? Yes. Be transformed. Be changed. Be changed. Be changed. How do you change? So, okay, I want to change. How do you change? You change by changing the way you think, by renewing your mind. How? So how can I change the way I think? By reading your Bible every day. Read your Bible every day. Every day, read your Bible. Read your Bible every day. Every day, read your Bible. Read your Bible every day. Read it every day. When you get tired, you feel when you're reading, you, 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 you feel sleepy. Start doing topical Bible study. So choose, choose someone like David and start reading about David. Choose someone like Abraham and study Abraham. Study Abraham. So I ask you, what are you doing for your quiet? Say, I'm studying Abraham. I'm studying on Abraham, his life. I'm studying on Moses. Moses is another interesting person. From his birth, wonderful birth, all the way to his ministry, his calling, leading, everything. It's a, it's a beautiful passage. Read your Bible every day. You even discover that, oh, so these things happened to Moses as well. It's happened to me. You, you see that, oh, so it happened to Joseph. Those of you have certain types of problems. You see that Joseph had a certain type of problem and he was able to overcome it. Study Joseph, you'll be encouraged. you say to yourself, it is possible. I can do it. I can do it. I can overcome. I can overcome. I will overcome. Wow, I will overcome. So read your Bible every day. Every day, read your Bible. Your mind will be renewed. You can always tell people who read their Bible, people who don't read their Bible. 
one brother was telling me that this problem, I've been battling with this problem. I've been fasting for 40 days. I said, brother, then it means that that's not the solution. The solution is not fasting. Yes. I said, maybe, maybe, maybe you need to read your Bible. Or maybe another one. It's not, the problem, maybe it's not fast. It's not solved by fasting. Every problem is not solved by fasting. Every problem is solved by fasting, we will die. Because the first problem that you had, that you needed 40 days to solve, you'll be around the 19th day and another problem will come up that need another 40 days. So by the 19th day of the first problem, you're on day, the 20th day, you're on day one of the second problem. And as you move on, another problem also emerges. By the 17th day, another problem has emerged. So by, I mean, when, when will you finish? You need, you need Bible and an obedient heart. That I will do what the Bible says. You see, we have something that we teach, we call it microscopic Bible study. One of the things, one of the things when you're having, which, make, which makes your quiet time very meaningful. One of the things you would do is that you ask yourself, is there, is there a command to obey in this passage that I'm hearing? Is there a command to obey? Is there a command to obey? That's your quiet time. Just some, just have some people who say that, I've been having my quiet time. I don't think uh, the quiet time is well. No, you're not, you're not doing it properly. You're not doing it properly. When you read the verse, there are questions that you ask yourself about the verse that you have read. Your quiet time will become very excited. It will become very alive. Alive. And you do it every day. Every day. Every day. You don't only do it when you've been to school of the word. You do it every day. Mm. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20. But you have not so learned Christ. No, 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 no. Verse 20. Can I have it in NASB or NLT? Something saying something else. But you don't learn Christ. Okay, NLT. Keep trying, keep trying. But that, that isn't what you learned about Christ. Yeah, so now he's, he's, he's about to explain some things to us. He said, this is not what we learned about Christ. In your journey with Christ... In the, in the journey of the great change, great change, there are some things that you, that's not how you learned Christ. So what are you supposed to know about Christ then? Verse 21, King James. King James. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. So you see, you, you have to put off the old man your old ways has to be put off, has to be put away. You have to put it away. Which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. The old man had lusts that are deceptive. The lust tells you lies. That was described deceitful lusts. Some of the lusts. The feelings, when they come, it's like, it's like, that's all that there is. It's like, I must do this. I must have this. I must partake of this. I must experience this. People will even laugh at you. So you haven't done it before. Ah, you. Old girl like you. You haven't done it before. Hey. Hey, how? Ah, try it. Try. It's very nice. Yeah. If you don't do it when you marry, hey, you will die. (laughs) 
all, they're all deceptions. Verse 23. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That means that your mind has a spirit. Verse 24. And that you put on the new man. So you also take on the new, when you take off one, you take this one and you wear it. So put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. You experience a great change. Wherefore, putting away lying. How many of you have lied before? So the Bible says you have to stop lying. You, see, you have to stop lying. When, says when your pastor asks you a question, it's your chance to be free from that problem. It's your chance. That, that's, your, that's your chance to break the yoke of Satan in your life. Because sometimes you can't, you, you can't easily volunteer information, isn't it? How many of you sometimes find it difficult to volunteer information? Yes. So sometimes you'll be there, your pastor will ask you a question. When he asks you the question, tell yourself, God, you have sent salvation to me today. Today you have sent salvation. I can confess this problem. Don't start lying. Don't start twisting, twisting issues. Scary people. Lying people are very scary people. Someone lied to me. Someone close, dear, precious, valuable, lied to me consistently. Hey. Then later on, later on, she was apologized. I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what she even said. I'm sorry for disappointing you. I said, no, no, no. You didn't disappoint me. You scared me. Then she said, hey, that must be more serious. I said, yes, it, it is. It's far more serious. I said, I was, I was scared. I was frightened that somebody like you, someone like you can take me on such, such a journey with lies. Put away lying. Speak every man truth with his neighbor. For we are members one of another. Tell your neighbor that from today I'll tell you the truth. Yes, tell us I'll tell you the truth. Oh, tell the person, no, I really will. I will. I will. I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you everything as it is. I'll tell you. Yes. Verse 26. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Have you, have you read this scripture before? Don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. So it means that if you're not happy with someone, the best time that you, if you are those who like to keep, keep hold on grudges and things, your best time will be during the summer. Because the sun goes down very late. So you can keep it for a long time. But during the winter seasons, by 3.30 p.m., it should be, it should be over. 3.30, no more problem. No more problem. Problem over. So they be angry and say, no, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Verse 27. Neither give place to the devil. Can you see why I keep telling that some of the problems, not all, some of the problems, the devil can say that, no, this one. He will say that I was sitting my somewhere, he invited me, he called me to come. I didn't come, I didn't, I wasn't chasing him. I saw him at the all night, so I was even afraid of him, but afterwards, he, he said, come. That's the Bible said, neither give place to the, you don't give place to him. You don't give place to the devil. You don't give place to the devil. Don't give place to him. Don't give him a chance. Do not give him a chance. Verse 28. Let him that stole still no more. How many of you have stolen before? Hey, hey, speak the truth and shame the devil. We just talked about lying. Yes. 
How many of you have stopped stealing? You have stopped. How many of you are trying to stop? No. You have to stop stealing. If it's still, you have to stop. You have to stop stealing. But let, rather let him labor. That means he should get a job. Okay, get a job. Get a job and earn some money. You don't have to steal. You don't have to go and check a camera and steal a microphone. someone also stole my communion cup. You came to check my communion cup is missing. Yes. You need need a job. What do you need is a job. Verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. How many of you remember when you used to say some words? You say some things. Every, every sentence is laced. Laced with S word, F word. I mean, it's laced with it. So you see, if you were having your quiet time from Ephesians chapter 4, you would have read this. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of mind. Then one of the questions you ask yourself, is there a command I need to obey? Yes, there's a command. Stop swearing. Stop swearing. Those are people who meet you and say, ah, but this guy with you, him, selling this, this, he speaks straight English. Straight. But remember, every breath, even when he's breathing, just his breathing. But that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. When you speak, people should be blessed by what you have said. They should be blessed. They should be blessed. Don't let foul things come out of your mouth. How many of you from today have said to stop swearing? From today. Even if you didn't used to, you won't. You won't start. That's what it means. <laughs> ah. This is your holier than thou behavior. I don't know where you got it from. Principle number three. Principle number three. Principle number three. After you are born again, you will experience a great change if you listen to preaching messages. This is one of the secret ingredients for spiritual growth and maturity. Listening to messages. Listening to messages. Listening to messages. When you listen to messages, you're a different person. A soaker of messages is different from someone who browses or just hears the message like, like breaking news on a Monday morning. And then that's it for the rest of the week. And the rest of the week, he spends his time listening to other things. You must listen to messages. Soak in messages. Soak in messages. Be soaked with messages. Be filled with messages. 
all the time be listening to messages. All my, all my way to church today, all my way to church from my house, on the train, I've, been, I've sat on different trains, I got lost, I, got, I ended up somewhere because of all the, whatever that was going on. And so all, all that time I was listening to messages. Nothing but preaching. Nothing but preaching. Then at a the point, Bishop came on live. I said, ah, why not? And he started sharing powerfully about that. He was leading them to pray. They're praying for the grace of God. Powerful message and revelations on the grace of God. You should see me. You see me by the roadside. People were looking at me. I said, you, you, you don't know what's happening in my ears. You should listen to messages all the time. All the time. All the time you should listen to messages. Stop listening to Shaku. Get messages. Messages. Yes. When you finish practicing for dancing stars, then you switch on a message. Switch on a message. Yes. Full of messages. Messages. You 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 even dance shaku to the message. So the message when when the message is really entering into your spirit, you see. Is it a shaking of it? It's a word, the word that is going in. The revelations, the revelations. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I love this verse because it didn't just say faith comes by hearing. Because anything you hear, you start believing it. Anything you hear, you start believing it. So he continues and says that, and hearing, he said, when I'm talking about hearing, I mean the word of God. So keep hearing the word of God. Keep hearing the word of God. Keep hearing the word of God. Principle number four. After you're born again, you will experience a great change if you change your friends. Sometimes even in the church, you have to change your friends in the church. Because there are non-progressive people in the church. They are non-progressive. They are non-progressive spiritually. They are non-progressive academically. They are non-progressive socially. If you associate yourself with them, you backslide. Friends are important in your Christian development and they create change because of Psalm 1. Someone will show you, it points out to you the effect of friends and the people you hang out with. Someone, someone sent me a message this morning. Someone sent me a message this morning. And interested, the person added, I just scrolled through the history and I've seen that since 2015, you've not responded to any of my messages. And I said to myself, I'm surprised you are now discovering. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you are now discovering it. Who is that? Who is that? Say, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standing in the way of sinners, nor sitting in the seat of scorn. It's like this, this is not the, the world you hang out in. These are not your friends. Then verse 2. 
But his delight is the law of the Lord. And this law of the Lord does he meditate day and night. It's like he's a, he's a soaker of messages. They say he shall be like a tree. This is this, this when your planting begin. Your planting. You're, you're being established. You're being stable. It begins, it begins in this way. It begins by changing friends. Changing friends. You have to change friends. You should not be seen with them. It's not like Sunday you are in church and they've gone to play football. There should be no interaction. If there's any interaction, it's for five minutes that you are witnessing. They don't believe you walk away. I can't, I can't understand how you have friends who are not church people. I can't understand. You will be corrupted. No wonder you are not developing. No wonder we can't see the change. No wonder when you come to them, they don't go quiet. Like Paul, when he came to the disciples, they all went quiet because they were afraid. He said, who is this guy? This guy. I told you this whispered. I see him. When you get around, it's like normal. It's like normal. You, 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 when, you, when you enter into their cell, they have to go quiet. Because they don't know, they don't know what you're coming to say. It's like he's coming again. He's coming again with this is um, preaching and preaching and preaching. He's coming again. No, no, when you enter and they continue the conversation and smoking and puffing into your face and saying all the things, swearing, doing this. No, that's not great change. That's not great change. That's not good. Even some phone numbers you shouldn't have. How come you have the number of the last person you slept with? Are you still have the number? The day. You see, the day the appetite is stirred up. I'm telling you, you won't go anywhere but that place. That's where you go. That is when, when we ask Satan, he will say, look, you people, you people, you people, look, you people. Ask him whether he has read Ephesians 4.27. Ask him whether he has read it before. I was, I was, I was actually having a nap. And my senses told me that somebody is having feelings. Somebody needs me to encourage him towards some a direction. And I saw him scrolling through his phone. And he found this number that he knows what you get. I mean, if you have Nando's number saved on your phone and you scroll to Nando's, what will you get from Nando's? You have this number there. What, do you, what, service, what service does a person offer? You've got to change your friends. That's where your plantings begins. That's where your fruitfulness begins. That's where your blessings begin. You have to change. You have to change. Change the friends. Change them. Change them. When I got saved, I got saved October 1985. I've not been saved for that long. Just a few days ago. But when I got saved, I changed all my friends. I'm telling you, every single one of them. It was like a quarrel. I think all Oh, like a lady would change her wardrobe when she puts on it. I change all. I mean, usually they don't change it, but eventually they, they are forced to change it. They change it gradually, isn't it? No. So maybe it's not a good, it's not a good comparison. I change my instantly, instant, instantly, all of them, all. I stopped, I mean, when I say I change, I stopped talking to all of them. I won't talk to you. I don't talk to you again. Finish. 
that's great change. That's great change. That's great change. That is great change. My company changed. The people you see me with were totally different from the people you see me with before. Now you see I'm with a new set. Same neighborhood. I was in the same neighborhood. Same neighborhood. I used to be part of those who were not saved. And then there were these people who were saved. And then one day I got saved. I switched. I switched camps. I switched camps. And I stopped talking about these people. I stopped talking to them. The first church I started fellowshipping on Tuesday nights, it was called Crusaders for Christ, CFC. So when I'm going to church, on, I, used, I started going to church Tuesday evenings. That was the only time I go to church the rest of the week. Amen. I was there. And we are passing by the other camp. They will be shouting, couples for Christ. They said, I'm going to church now because of uh, whatever. We are just there to bear. But I think, oh, I, look, I didn't look back. Since 19, I don't know how many years it is now. Since then, I've never looked back. I've never looked back at any of them till today, till today. The closest one to be, I tried witnessing to him. He did, he, I remember, he did argument. At a point, he said to me that, look, I am Lucifer. Call me Lucifer. That was the last year I spoke. That was the, that was the last year I spoke. Have you spoken to me? Over. Over, 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 over. Otherwise, how, how would there be a change? How would there be a change? We come to your area. We come to Peckham. We come here. You are still, you are still there with, in, with, the, with the people. <laughs> you are still there. You are still, still among them. Still the same group. Your ex-girlfriend is also there. She's also in the group. And then they keep teasing you. She's free or she's still free. She's still free. Listen, one, one day, listen, one day, everybody has their weak moments. Everybody has their weak moments, including you. One day, you say, ah, but this, I just, I've been told she's free, 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 free. Like, I mean, why? I mean, let me pass by and see whether I can take her to church. That's what you say to yourself. Say, well, I can take her to church. Your mouth like C-H-U-R-C-H. You think we're born, we're born in the we're born in the night. I was born at 11:30 p.m., but not yesterday's own. Principle number five. After you are born again, you will experience a great change if you fellowship a lot. You have to fellowship. Christian fellowship. Church fellowship. You have to be in fellowship. Don't underestimate the power of fellowship. You have to fellowship. Be in church. Be around believers. I surround. I, I surrounded myself with believers. These who these who come to my house every day, and they'll say, they'll, they'll, "That's when I learned quiet time." They'll ask me, "What have you read today? Share with us." I didn't know I was being trained to be a preacher. So I'll tell them, yeah, today I read from Joshua this, this, and I'll share what I've learned. Then they also share. Everybody will share. We'll go around like that. Share, 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 share. I wasn't just sitting there. I wasn't just sitting there. I'm born again, sitting there, and then, and then I'm criticizing Christians. 
You see, those of you who criticize Christians, you are in the church, you've been in the church. You're always saying that these Christians, they don't mind me. These Christians, they don't call me. These Christians, they don't look for me. These Christians, you see, you're harming yourself. You're saying these Christians, what are you? Are you not a Christian? Everything you're talking about the Christians, these believers, these Christians, they say, what? I, mean, what? I don't know, what are you? Are you, are you a rocket? Help us look for somebody else. Help us look for somebody else. Help us uh, you to become a Christian. Become one of these Christians. Hmm? These Christians, these Christians, what should we do? What should, what, what should be done? What are you? What are you? And where are you from? Why are you so good? Why are you so why are you, why are you gooder than all of us? Do you understand gooder? It's another way of saying better, but it's gooder. Hebrews chapter 10. You must like fellowship. You must love the company of Christians. I love the company of Christians. I love the company of believers. I love to work with believers. Even this morning, I got to one of the train stations. I sent a message to one of the group chats I'm on. I said, is anybody around this station? Because I wanted the company of Christians to work with and to talk with. Yes. Verse 23, 23, please, 23. You must love Christians. You must love going to church. You must love being among Christians. Join the week, be with Christians. Come off all stupid group chats and stay on group chats with believers. Believers. I advise that iron sharpeneth iron. Iron sharpeneth iron. So does a man the countenance of his neighbor. Be interested in fellowship. Like, like, like the company of Christians. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. Nobody, nobody is a nurse that can attend to you 24-7. Even nurses go on shifts. They go and come. Different shifts. But be part of it and enjoy it. And don't have this thing in your mind that somebody must look after you forever. It's like, it's like you are there. Somebody must be looking after you. Also, grow up. Grow out of that thing. Grow out of that thing. And love fellowship. I told you right from day one, you give your life to Christ. You, are, you, you have to start looking for people and witnessing to people and looking after people. Not these people, they don't look at me. They don't, this one doesn't look for me. This one doesn't look after me. This one doesn't call me. This one doesn't message me. They only message me on, on, on Saturday night or they message me on Monday morning. Which other day? Which other, can you give us the day that we should, we should message you? So we'll message you on that day. all fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good let me read this one to you in a uh, NASB, NASB NASB let us consider how to stimulate to stimulate to make to make your senses come alive your spiritual senses to make them come alive. Yes. To love one another. Stimulate. Fellowship, fellowship causes stimulation. Whatever you fellowship with stimulates me, you stimulates you. 
That's when you are in another company, other things, other senses are aroused. And then when you are with believers too, other senses are aroused. You are aroused to pray more. You are aroused to read your Bible. You are aroused to sing, to sing nice Christian spiritual songs. And this is when you come to church and, and Marcella is singing, you sing along. These are, you say, your senses are as, as aroused. There's a, sti- there's a stimulation. You are stimulated. Stimulated in church. We are stimulated. That's why I listen to messages all the time. So I, all, all the time I'm high. I'm always high. You are laughing. I'm high. Because I will not be able to preach to you this long and you'll be here laughing with me. Yeah. Somebody asked John Wesley. I said, now what do you do to gather all these crowds? What do you do to gather all these crowds? I mean, and they listen to you for all these hours and they, go, and they are there. And he said, do you, know, do you know what he said? Do you want to know what he said? Are you interested? Those upstairs, are you interested? He said, he said to them, he said to them, I set myself on fire and they come and watch me burn. Yeah. Songs, songs stimulate you. Different songs. Different songs. You, every day you are singing. Feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. It's. Then the next I say is what? And if you really love me, ooh, come on and let it show. Ooh, let it show. How do you let love show? You are stimulating things. It's different from, it's different from church songs. songs, church songs drive you drive, look at the song you sing, a lovely voice of God, lovely voice, it's as I hear the lovely voice of God I don't know whether you heard that line, and the mantle fell on me, the mantle immediately, immediately, it stimulates the thought of anointings, anointings and gifts, that the more I listen to the voice of God, the more I read my Bible, the more I soak in messages, a mantle can fall on me a mantle can come upon me as I was sitting here, I've heard the song. As I was singing, there was something going on in there. I said, as I, I can't wait to finish preaching. I can't wait to get to my house. I can't wait to enter my bedroom and start and start listening to that lovely voice again. That lovely voice. That lovely voice. The song has driven me, driven me to go and hear that lovely voice. That lovely voice that brings gifts, mantles, anointings, the Holy Spirit. I'm stimulated. Let us, that's what fellowship does. Let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds. Don't separate yourself from brethren. Don't separate yourself from people. Don't separate yourself from fellowship. Don't shy away from fellowship. Always be in fellowship. Always be in the right company. Always be in the right place. You'll be stimulated. You'll be stimulated. The great change, the great change will become visible in you. You see the great you see the great change happening in your life through fellowship. You always be high. You be high in the spirit. High, Holy Ghost, high. 
Okay, we'll read through the rest of the principles. Principle number six. After you're born again. How many of you are going to take fellowship in seriously? Fellowship. So after church, the people you hang out with is very important. Church is once a week. Once. Next time I'll see you is next Sunday. So from Monday to the people that you have, they are the ones that are affecting you. That's what is making you say, these Christians, these people, these first love people, because of the people that you're hanging out with. I don't hang out with any other group. I'd rather say, these unbelievers, these people who don't go to church, these people who are not serious with God, these people who don't know God, because I'm always, I'm always with the God people. I am always with the God people. Be with God people. Throughout the week, be with God people. And be stimulated. Be turned on for Jesus. Principle number six. You know we have seven principles, isn't it? Number six is after you are born again, you will experience a great change if you receive the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why you have to pray for the Holy Spirit. Jesus taught us to pray for the Holy Spirit. Because now when we see what is at work in you, is the power of the Holy Spirit. You see the Holy Spirit at work in you. The Bible says he will teach you all things. The Holy Spirit is like, it's the same as anointing. It teaches you all things. The abiding anointing teaches you all things. It teaches you. I just be seated. Find a chair. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Acts 1 verse 8. Acts 1. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You see, the ability to overcome sin and to overcome certain challenges, even the ability to rise up and pray, rise up and pray. I had had a very interesting dream this morning. As as, As soon as the clip the dream is not like a long movie running around, up and down. It's a, it's a short clip. My dreams are usually short clips. So it's like, it's like God shows me this. Boom, then it's finished. I had a clip like that. About somebody. About somebody. Then my eyes opened. It was pre 15 a.m. I could not sleep again. I had to pray. It was because I clicked to pray. I looked, I looked at the clock like that. It was about 3, 3.13. 3.13. It's a call to prayer. It's a call to prayer. It's a, call to prayer. It's, a ble- it's, a ble- it's a blessing for God to be able to use you for something. It's a call to intercede. Yeah. Just look at this. It's a prayer. Okay, we pray. Let's pray. Let's do, let's do this prayer thing. Let's do it. Let's get on with it. Let's do it. Let's do it. My eyes were wide open like so it's bright up here. Power. You shall receive power. You see, you get a certain power when the Holy Ghost comes into you. It's power. Power to do great works. Power to do things. Power. You don't have to change your accent or anything. It's the Holy Spirit that is working. The power. You receive power. When you see somebody serving God, doing things for God. You should ask yourself one question. One question. What is going on in this person's life? Yeah. What is going on in his life? What is
is going is that it's the power of the Holy Ghost. The power, what you see, is the power of the Holy Ghost. That's what Nicodemus looked at Jesus and said to him that no man can do these things except God be with him. Unbeliever Nicodemus, he could see that this, 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 these things is only done by the power. The power of God. It's the power of God that is at work. It's the power of God. The power. God's power that is moving. It's not, it's not a strategy. It's the power of God. When you have the Holy Spirit, you have power to do great things for God. There'll be, there'll be a change in your life. People will look at you, they'll be surprised that ah, you, you, you can do this. You, you. There are people when they see me preaching, they are surprised that I can preach. They are surprised that I can preach, that I can stand and preach. Because when I, when I see them, when I'm with them, or what they knew of me, I, I wouldn't talk, I wouldn't say much. But now, when they see me, hey, you should see him. You should see him. Somebody went to tell my mother before she ever saw me preach. I said, hey, your son, you should go and see him in the church. You should go and see him leading prayer time. He can pray. And I heard my mother telling somebody, say, hey, I hear he's very, very, listen, his church, he's something, 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 something. But I say, it's the power of the Holy Ghost. The power. Because when she looks at this is my son, for me, I'm her son. I'm sure she remembers when she gave birth to me. She remembers all the things. She said, this is, this is my son. I mean, your child is always your child. Do you know that? You always remember your, your child and his childish things. But you receive power great change. The principle number seven. After you are born again, you will experience a great change if you learn how to pray in tongues for a long time. For a long time. First Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 4. Do you have amplified version? He who speaks in a strange tongue edifies and improves himself. Do you believe in the Bible? Do you people believe in the Bible? The Bible is showing us how we can have great change. Improves himself. But he who prophesies, interpreting the divine, divine will and purpose and teaching with inspiration, edifies and improves the church and promotes growth in Christian wisdom, piety, holiness, and happiness. But the first part is what I want. He who speaks in tongues, edifies and improves, improves himself. Improves himself. So you have to learn how to speak in tongues for a long time. Long time. Not five minutes. Long time. Long time. Long time. Long time. It's all fasting. Maybe the problem that you have is doesn't need fasting. It needs speaking in tongues for a long time. You need to pray for a long time. You need to, you need to speak in tongues. Speak in tongues for one hour. Speak in tongues maybe for three hours. Just be there. For a long time, for a long time. Most of the times when you pray, God doesn't say anything. He doesn't always say anything something. He doesn't always come up with a revelation. But you have to believe that this is what is by this is what the word says. This is what the word says. That when you speak in tongues, you improve on yourself and you edify yourself. That is, you build yourself up. You build yourself up. You build yourself up. Edify, building up, getting stronger, getting stronger, getting stronger, getting stronger. Like these boys that go to the um, um, gym and things. This don't this not how they were born. This not how they were born. But they've been exercising because, because you have the potential. 
I also have it. It's there. I have not. You see, I have not gone to the gym for a long time. Otherwise, when you come to when you see me, it's next I catch you. My stomach is coming. <laughs> yeah. You see, you see, you see, my hands won't lie down. I'll be like, I'll be saying, I'll be saying, First Corinthians chapter fourteen and verse four. You see, you exercise a particular part, then the muscles there develop. Develops. Some of them, some of them they are big and they look very muscular, but they can't even fight. No, no, no. Because there is, there's, there's an art of fighting. You can, you, can be, you can be big, you can be big, but you can't even fight. You don't even know how to fight. Have you not read about David and Goliath? They can't even fight. You know, the person looks big, but it's just, it's just a frame. He's about the frame. But he's a scaredy cat. Let something come and see if he will say that, look, I've been going to the gym, so I'll... No, he will run. He will run. He will run. So you also have something in you called the inner man. The inner man. The inner man who needs to be strengthened with might. And you do that by speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. So that in your day of temptation, the inner man who is strong and developed will be able to overcome that test and that temptation. No fasting. No fasting. No fast. You see, the demon is doing his routine job. You are not like a particular target. He's just doing his routine job. Let me see who I can tempt, who I can try. When he sees a strong person, he won't, he won't tempt a strong person. He won't tempt a strong person. You see, there's a path. Should I tell you something? Are you sure you won't say that I'm, I'm color prejudiced? You see, on, on the way to my house, there's a route very scary route. Dark. With scary people on the way. But I don't mind using it. Do you know why? Because I realize that the people there are African. Yes. Yes. Because of my skin pigmentation. So I've, in my mind, I've taken it as an advantage. That when they, when they see the people, I see that when they see anybody like me, it's like these people, this type of people. Yes. And so when I'm coming, you see, I have earphones when I'm on the phone talking loud. Yes, so, and you say, and like I see that, these are wild people smoking, drinking, doing, but just because of me, they look at me like, it's like this guy, if you try, he'll kill you. But they don't know that I'm from church. They don't know that I'm from church. They don't know I'm from church and I'm a bishop. There are times that I've walked by them and tell you I was scared. My, my feet, my feet were heavy. I was scared, but I could, I could see that. I just, they, they sit there. And, you know, because there's something, you see, you, 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 must know, you must know who you are in God. You must know who you are in God and what you have in God. And use it. Use it. You see, when Satan sees you, when he's coming around, he sees it. No, this one, he's strong. He's, strong. he's not even fasting. He's just finished eating. He's just, even he's finished eating, but don't wake him up. Let's not wake him up. Let's pass on. Let's go on to the next person. 
Let's move to the next person. Let's try another person. Because this one, he's strong. He's strong in the inner man. He's strong in the inner man. He's strong inside. But suddenly he sees and says, oh, this guy, he's fasting, but he's very soft. He's very, I've, I've not gone to the gym and seen people who are weak. In the gym, he said, this person is in the gym, but he's weak. He's struggling. He can't, he can't do anything. But he's there, but he's weak. Because he doesn't come every day. He comes Monday, Tuesday, you see him again till next month. Speak in tongues for a long time. There'll be a great change. There'll be a great change. I prescribe to you, this is I'm prescribing to you. One hour of speaking in tongues every day. I'm prescribing it to you and see what you become. Every day, every day, every day. Wake up and just be there. You don't need to say anything. I'll give you a glimpse into my life today. I tell you, 3.13 a.m. I've been speaking in tongues. It's not every day that you hear someone telling you about their prayer life. You have to speak. You, have to, you see, you have to pray. You have to pray because nothing happens by chance. Nothing, nothing happens by chance. Nothing is, nobody is lucky. Oh, this person is very lucky. know how to speak in tongues. Pray, you will see a great change. A great change. A great change. You will stop, you will stop bouncing back. How many of you have been bouncing back into the world? Every now and then you go, then you come again. You won't speak the truth. We just talked about lying. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You see yourself back and forth, back and forth, like a struggle. Like a struggle. Sometimes, sometimes you're, not even, you're not even doing anything bad, but it's like you can't grow. And then you think it's the church that you are in, that's why you can't grow. So the easiest thing that occurs to you is let me go to another church because I'm not growing here. Hey. Do you know where to grow? Here. <laughs> yes. There's something that you are not doing. That is why that is why you are not seeing that growth. You are not doing something you have to do. But today you've learned what you have to do. I prescribe to you what? Speaking in tongues for long hours. One hour a day. Start with one hour. You can do it. Start with one hour. Start with just an hour. When you are praying, use preaching. One message will be about an hour. I mean, one first love message is a little bit more. But normal, normal, normal preachings, normal preachings will be about an hour. If you use a first love message, you'll be very blessed. Because it means that before you pray for three hours. For three hours. I was listening to uh, Bishop the other day. I realized I've listened to him for four hours. Every stretch of the message is four hours. Four hours and six minutes. Yes, four hours. Four hours. Four, no, four hours, 41 minutes and six seconds. Yes. And I listened to that message. I listened to that message nothing less than 10 times. Back to back, like that, back to back. Wahoo. It was this place, and I start, then I start, then I start. Four hours, four hours, 41 minutes, six seconds. Yeah. I have to make time. Make time for the spirit. Let dwell in a certain atmosphere. There shall be great change in your life. What's principle number one? We are closing. Principle number one is what?
after you are born again, there will be no great change in your life unless you grow up spiritually. How many of you are going to grow up spiritually? Your growth is going to be spiritual growth. Not just degrees and career, a nice job, but spiritually, spiritually. Other you get all these degrees and all these nice jobs and you'll be a disaster. You need to grow up spiritually and your spiritual growth has to be faster than the other one. Principle number two. There'll be a great change in your life if you renew your mind with the word of God. You use the word to renew your mind. Principle number three. There'll be a great change in your life if you listen to messages. How many of you are going to be soakers of messages? Soakers. Don't just listen. Soak. 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 One message, you listen to it many times over. Many times. Oh, Bishop, so how, how, how long? How many times? Many times. Many. 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 How many times have you eaten Nando's? Principle number four. How many of you realize that this is a very important one? You experience a great change if you change your friends. How many of you can say it's key? It's key. How many of you have friends that you are going to change? I change? I change friends all the time. I change friends all the time. I come off, I come off group chats all the time. All the time. Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. You see, I'm off. Off, 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 off. Off, off. I said, this boy, they're going to give me demons. Off, 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 off. Every time they're going to make me angry. Every time I should be angry. Every time I'll be complaining. Off, off, off. Before I said, I'm gone. I'm gone, 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 gone. I'm a goner. I need to change my friends. I need to stay healthy. I need to stay strong. I kick people out of my world all the time. Just that they shouldn't go to hell. They should, they should be around. That's why I don't say go to hell. Just, you know... Be, 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 be sit there, yes. Yes. But no, 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 no. I can't hang out with you. Can't hang out. You can't even hang around me. I need to grow. I want to grow. I pick and choose. I select. I select friends. I'm telling you. I select. Jeez. My friends are handpicked. Fellowship a lot. Into brackets, stimulation. Into brackets, stimulation. That's where the stimulation is, isn't it? The fellowship, stimulation, yes. You'll be stimulated. You'll be stimulated. 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 Dr. James Thompson said, Do you know Dr. James Thompson? Go and check him out. He said, never underestimate the chemical reaction between a man and a woman when they are together for a long time. Stimulation. He said, never underestimate it. She may be the most ugliest girl in your eyes, or he may be the most ugliest guy in your eyes, but he said, never underestimate the chemical, that is, the chemistry that goes on between a male and a female who are together for a long time. Never understand.
never underestimate. I, I read that book when I was in the university. It was a book in one of the phrases of the genetic business. Never underestimate. Never, you won't be surprised who you fall in love with. Not the person you hang out with. Maybe he's a murderer. You come and convince us that he's a murderer, but you see him at home, he's very nice. Idiot. 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 Let me say it three times. Principle number six. Receive the power of the Holy Spirit. And then principle number seven. No, if you learn to speak in tongues for a long time, you learn to speak in tongues, speak in tongues for a long time, speak in tongues. You've been fasting, and now I've given you something else to do. Speak in tongues. Eat, have breakfast, and speak in tongues. There'll be time to fast. There'll be times to fast. I mean, I'm not saying don't fast. We fast, but I'm telling you, speak in tongues for a long time. Speak in tongues. Pray in the spirit. Just be there and be praying. You know, do you know when someone is, is praying, you can tell the person who prays and the person who doesn't pray. People who don't pray, their tongues are different. It's like you put a gun to my head now and say, speak French. I'll say, um, ça va? Oui. Oui, merci. Tu respires? Tu parles déjà? Oui, je parle. Je suis pressé. Je cherche une chambre dans un hôtel. Pour un ami? Oui, un ami français. But you, see, you will see that I have to think. I have to really think before the language will come. But put a gun to my head and say, speak English. I'll say, but I'll speak English with you. <laughs> when you don't use a language, it's staggered. So don't stagger. <laughs> yes. Yes. You see, stagger. Because you don't pray often. So your tongues are different. Your tongues are different. You've been for a long time. You will discover your tongues are different. It's fluent. It flows. It flows. And I got to my head and say, speak German. You see, I'll be pinching myself. Say, where, where do I start from? Where, where, which, where, what should I say? I'll say, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you see, sometimes you want to pray, you want to pray, emergency, crisis, you want to pray, then you don't know, say, hey, Jesus, mother of God. Because <laughs> you don't pray, you have to call it Jesus, mother of God. Oh, Father God. Oh, Father God. Oh, loving daddy. Tell. 
delight before us. And I say, oh, look where it is. Your loving daddy. I say, I just say, man, this girl, she loves God. Loving daddy. I mean, she calls God loving daddy. Ooh. Loving daddy. But after we marry, she says, heavenly father. <laughs> heavenly father. <laughs> oh, Jehovah Adonai. <laughs> So you sisters who have this, when they say you should pray, they are spitting into the food. They say, Jehovah Adonai. This. They say, oh, loving daddy, thank you for this blessed opportunity. Nice, be, be cute. You see, learn how to be cute. Yes, yes. I've given you a tip, isn't it? Yes. When you marry that, you start throwing your legs and say, Jehovah Adonai. The king of kings and the lord of lords. Do something. Hey Lord, let there be victory. Hey God, let them drown in the ocean. Hey God, all our enemies in the sea. To the sea. But before you marry, loving daddy, loving daddy, loving daddy, stand to your feet. No movement, don't move. We we haven't closed yet, don't go. We just said we should stand to our feet. We are not going anywhere. Hold the we we hold everything. Everything can stay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Pray to God and thank Him for the great change in your life. The great change. The great change. A great blessing. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. No movement. Don't move. It's not a good time to move. It's a very very important time of the service. Please don't walk around. Please obey me for this few mom- few moments. Few moments. Just pray. They're praying. They're praying. They're praying. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It's a very, very important time. Very, very important time of the service. No movement, no walking around. Please. Pray. Everybody praying. But just praying for a short while. Then I'll pray with you. Ah, shabatastaya. Yes, Lord. Pray that you see the great change. Great change in your life. Great change in your life. Great change. Pray to God. Pray to God. Pray to him. Pray to him. And there will be a great change. Know that, you, know that your, your Christian life is full of great areas and great patches. But a great change, a great distinction, a clear distinction. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the great change. Lift up your two hands and thank him for the great change. For the great change in your life. Great change. Great change. Great change. Great change. Great change by the Holy Spirit. Great change by the power of the Holy Spirit. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Great change. Great change in your life. Great change. Great blessing. Ah, Shandala Bakashtaya. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this blessed time in your presence. Thank you for your word. In the name of Jesus, we bless your name. Now, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, this evening, I want to say a special prayer for you. You are here today. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe somebody invited you to church. Or you have been going to church somewhere or coming to church. But deep in your heart, you don't have a relationship with God. If you are to die today or tomorrow, 
or whenever you're not sure whether you'll make it to heaven and you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. While every eye is closed, please, and every head is bowed. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. If you're here like that, say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you very quickly. God bless you. Your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. You want to join. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus to be the Lord. Keep, keep your hand up. I can see you. Keep your hand up wherever you are. Yes, I can see your hands. I can see your hands. All you want to also want to join in. You want to give your life to Jesus today. You want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You don't want to die and go to hell. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Pray with me. I want Jesus to be the center of my life. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. Upstairs, downstairs, to the sides, the wings, wherever you are. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life today. God bless you. God bless you. If you're not sure, your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up now, I want you to do one more thing for me. I want you to come out of your seats and come to me. Come out from wherever you are. Yes, upstairs, come. Come. Yes, upstairs. You lift out your hand. Come. Yes, come to me now. Come. Come. Don't be shy. Come. Come quickly. Come. I also think heaven will be all right. Come to Jesus.
heads and close your eyes with me, everybody here. I want you to say this prayer after me, especially those of us in front. Whole church, I want you to help us as we make this prayer. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Please forgive me. I am a sinner. Please wash away my sins. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for me. And he rose up on the third day. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. I'll say from today, I give myself to you. To serve you. To live for you. And to obey you. Now say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and for making me a child of yours. Now say, Satan, I bind you and I cast you out of my life. I belong to Jesus. I've been bought with the blood of Jesus. I am born again. Say it out loud. Say, I am born again. I am saved by the blood of Jesus. I will no longer listen to you. I will no longer obey you. I am no more your servant. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Say, thank you, Father. For salvation in Jesus' name. Shout it out in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, God bless you. We have some gifts to give to you. Please receive it very quickly. As long as you're there. As long as you're there. As long as you're there. If I never hear.
that you have redeemed to yourself, Lord. May they be planted, established in your kingdom. May they be known as your servants, peculiar vessels, serving you and living for you. Thank you for this great blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Shout a good amen. Amen. Congratulations to all of you. A new life begins for you. This is your church. I am your pastor. Every Sunday, I'll preach to you, teach you the word of God, explain verses to you. Verses. You will become strong in the Lord. People around you will see the great change. They'll say, hey, now you are different. You'll tell them because it's a great change. A great change has happened in my life. So Sunday, we'll, we'll get your numbers and your details. We'll show you where we are meeting. This is not where we meet on Sundays. This is where when uh, we are sacked from our meeting place, you know, but we have we have tenacity. So even when we are sacked at the last meet, we, we are not, it doesn't affect our service. We can still gather. We are like Jews. We can still gather. Yeah, we can gather. After 70 years, we can still gather. Yeah, we can still gather and serve the Lord. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll tell you where we are meeting next Sunday, and it's going to be a blessed time. But welcome to Jesus, and welcome to the body of Christ. I'm glad you are my brothers and sisters. God bless you. And you may go back to your seats. Clap for them as they go back to their seats. Take eat, this is my body that was broken for you. Drink, this is my blood that was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless is the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break is the communion.
body of Christ and the blood of Jesus. I bless every cup and I bless every bread, Lord. And I declare by the eating and drinking of the Lord's body and his blood, death shall pass over us, sicknesses shall pass over us, disaster shall pass over us. We shall escape every snare and every trap of the enemy. No familiar disease shall attach itself to us. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Let that which has familiarized itself with us, Lord. That comes in seasons and in cycles. Let it be crushed tonight. Let it be a curse tonight. Let it be destroyed tonight. I destroy the seed of sickness. I destroy the seed of, of failure. I destroy the seed of fear. I destroy the seed of depression. I destroy the seed that causes discomfort in your lives. In the name of Jesus. Every seed, every seed that has grown into a tree, it has fruits of problems and issues. I curse that seed. I curse that seed. I declare that seed cursed. In Jesus' name, Lord. And Father, this is the cup of blessing. Let our lives be flooded with blessings. Blessings of health. Blessings of strong spiritual work. Blessings of a healthy Christian work, Lord. Blessings of finances, Lord. Blessings of academic excellence. Blessings of professional excellence, Lord. Let blessings flood into our lives, Lord. Open, oh God, the floodgates. Open, oh God, the floodgates. And pour out blessings into our lives, oh God. Let blessings come. And let blessings be established, oh God. May it be said of us, there's a great change. There's a great difference. There's a great difference. There's a great difference. By the blood. By the blood. By the blood. By the blood. You will never be destroyed. You will never fail. You will never give up. You will not give up. You will overcome. You will overcome. In Jesus' mighty name. The body of Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Blessings are coming into your life. Great things are coming into your life. By the drinking of the blood and the eating of the body, Jesus comes alive. You shall live by Christ. You shall live by Jesus. It shall no longer be by your strength. It shall be by the strength in the name of Jesus. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank you for the great things that have happened. Thank you for the great blessing. Thank you for the great blessing. Thank you for the great blessing. Several attacks have been terminated today. 
periodic seasonal attacks daily attacks has been has been terminated today in Jesus name makaba shiba kataya parandele mikaba shandalaba kibaya pariado ziande your glory will not be taken away your beauty shall not be taken away your attraction shall not be taken away be anointed to be attractive be filled with the holy spirit to be attractive your strength shall not be destroyed i destroy the destroyer i curse the destroyer i curse the attacker i block every door i block every window i block every access that the enemy has into your life i declare blocked by the name of jesus and by the blood of jesus by the blood of jesus a new day a new season of victories of blessings victories go and win go and succeed go and excel from tomorrow you shall see victories from tomorrow you will experience excellence from tomorrow you will experience good things walk out of this place in the power of the blood of Jesus for good things mashiba tasaya paliba tola bakibakatasa pledoma dima kiba labashiba tasa pledika shondele bikavayata reditasta redikoma redifaba Redizo dandele bikaba shata tiango sadiatasa receive promotion receive a lifting up receive an increase receive an increase receive an increase receive the power of god into your life what you have not been able to do receive power and grace to do what you've not been able to overcome receive power and grace to overcome where you have been slow you have you shall be fast it shall be said in your life the race is not for the swift the battle is not for the strong the lord gives you victory you shall cross the line before your opponents you shall cross the line before your opponents you shall be victorious you shall be victorious you shall be victorious you shall be victorious you shall be blessed kashataya daba sinda saya sibaki sayande lakaya every spirit of witchcraft dies in your life every witch every wizard dies in your life every spell is neutralized in the name of jesus 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 ah shayeka shayeka makazitaya liandelelekesia kaziota ladisa you shall move fast receive the speed of the holy ghost 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 shiko sanda labatisaya pleno shitandesa you shall not fall behind. You shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be above and above only. Those that think that you think have gone ahead of you. Today, the power of the Holy Spirit places you ahead of them. Places you ahead of them. You shall be honored. You shall be blessed. 
you shall be respected you shall be respected where you have been despised you shall be respected in Jesus name Koshtianda Matisto Mila Tasta Mila Foma be encouraged be encouraged be encouraged be encouraged be encouraged be encouraged it will end well it will end well it will end well this battle is coming to an end and it shall be a good end it shall be a good end it shall end in your favor it shall end victoriously for you be encouraged be encouraged be encouraged God blesses you today God bless you God bless you may God bless you may you live a blessed life may you live a blessed life may your life be like a tree planted by the rivers of water may your life become a blessed life be blessed be blessed be blessed be blessed be blessed receive a blessing be blessed in Jesus name thank you father give the Lord a clap and a victorious shout be blessed the louder your shout the greater your blessing your blessing is linked to your shout You are coming through. You are coming through. You are coming through. You are breaking through. You are running through a troop. You are leaping over walls. You are winning. 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 You shall become victorious. Yes. 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 Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. Take your seats. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. You have a blessed life. Your life is super blessed. Greatly blessed. It is well with you. Tell your neighbor, tap your neighbor on the shoulder and say, It is well with you. It is well with you. Your tears shall be tears of joy. You'll be shocked. you cry. Well, that's what's the problem. You say, because I'm happy. It will not be I sing because I'm happy. It will be I cry because I'm happy. I'm crying because I'm happy. I'm crying because everything is okay. Everything is okay. Everything is okay. You see, by this time, by this time every year, by this time every month, I'll be so down. But here I am. I feel so happy. I feel so well. I feel so light. Everything is working. You say it's so unusual to you. Everything is okay. Everything will be okay in your life. Everything will be okay for you. Everything will be okay. Not some things. Not a few things. Everything will be okay. You will look for problems and you will not find a problem. The problem you will notice will be somebody's problem. Not your problem. It will be somebody's problem to pray about and to help the person. It will never be your problem. Everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. 
Everything around you will be okay. You will dwell in peace. You will dwell in peace. A wind of freshness is coming upon you. It's the wind of the Holy Spirit. A wind is blowing over you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week.